Hey everyone, Saul Marquez here. Have you launched your podcast already and discovered what a pain it could be to keep up with editing, production, show notes, transcripts, and operations? What if you could turn over the keys to your podcast busy work while you do the fun stuff like expanding your network and taking the industry stage? Let us edit your first episode for free so you can experience the freedom. Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. Welcome back to the Outcomes Rocket, everyone. Saul Marquez here. Today, I have the privilege of having Bryce Williams on the podcast. Bryce joined HealthMind, formerly Sea Change Health Solutions, as president and CEO in 2014 as his next step in pursuing passion for healthcare consumerism. Before HealthMind, Bryce founded Extend Health, which created the largest private Medicare health insurance exchange in the country. Towers Watson acquired Extend Health in 2012, which then became Towers Watson's Exchange Solutions business unit. Bryce ran this unit from 2012 to 2014. Prior to founding Extend Health, Bryce served as Senior Vice President of Marketing and Business Development at eHealth. And prior to that, Bryce was Vice President and General Counsel for Advanced Paradigm and a corporate transactions attorney at Jones Day. Revis and Pogue. He was honored in 2011 as the Ernst and Young Entrepreneur of the Year for Northern California in Business Services. And his free time, Bryce is an avid skier and enjoys skiing with his wife and, and sons in Park City, Utah. And today he's going to be diving into what they're doing at HealthMind to put the consumer at the center of health. And so, Bryce, such a privilege to have you here today and excited to chat with you. Thanks, Saul. Great to be here. Absolutely. And so before we dive into the work that you and your team are doing at HealthMind for the consumer experience, talk to us about what inspires your work in healthcare. Yeah, I think it's a couple of things, but I think it all, uh, as you talked about in the opening, uh, centers around the consumer. I've been in healthcare now 30 years, and I think what's always shocking to me is uh, we know that we need to go do the right things, but we need nudges and we need help. We need activation, we need engagement. And we sort of need to go from guessing to knowing what's the next best thing that I could possibly do to advance my health, maintain a condition that I'm dealing with, what have you. So I think what inspires me is leveraging technology to connect and create mass personalization to every individual. So they can have their own plan of attack, their own checklist as to what they should do next, and their own nudges to go actually do those things that we all know that we need to do. Yeah, for sure. You know, and it's critical, and I think we're making progress. And it's companies like yours, Bryce, that that really are paving the way to to help us all have that that consumer experience that the Amazons of the world are giving us outside of healthcare. You know, banking has given it to us. So healthcare is that missing piece. Talk to us about how you and the company are, are adding value to the healthcare ecosystem. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. And obviously, it's been an incredibly hard year for everyone, 2020 and now into early 21. But a silver lining of that is that it has massively accelerated the use and adoptance of technology for people to interact with their healthcare provider for telehealth, to interact with ordering their medications now finally through mail order instead of having to go to the pharmacy, and just connecting with their health plan, their provider, what have you about, what should I do next? What if I get COVID? What sh how should I follow up? So what our business is doing and we're in the business of is creating that personalized plan of attack for every individual and then incenting and rewarding them to go do those things. And we're all coin operated to a certain extent. And we primarily focus today in the Medicare Advantage and Medicaid spaces, so the government plan space. And in those spaces, health plans today 
are having a really challenging time just reaching their members, just trying to get connected to them to go do things. And so I think an area that we're adding value to the healthcare ecosystem right now, as simple as it sounds, is we dramatically amplify the digital engagement from a plan to the member, but we do it in a clinical sense. So not just engagement for fun's sake, but what is my current health condition? What should I do next? And what do I do about it? And what's in it for me? So we're also the incentive reward vendor. And as you may know, Saul and Medicare and in Medicaid, health plans are allowed to give gift cards. And it turns out when you give gift cards to seniors, most likely in the $25 value range, they love those, they do it. And so today it shocks people that our, at our biggest Blue Cross Blue Shield plan client, we have two thirds of all seniors are not only using our mobile application, but are also receiving digital rewards and loving it. Hmm. So we really see ourselves advancing in the healthcare ecosystem, that digital connection to the member that is becoming more important. And then maybe as we'll talk a little bit about later, the government is actually now over incenting plans to be digitally connected to their members in Medicare Advantage, especially. So they have to go. Well, I think it, it, it's really interesting, right? And you, you, you talk about the $25 gift card. Those things are, are could be meaningful for people and how you drive this type of change, this two-way information exchange that's so critical beyond that, that you know, acute care visit, you know, that continuity that we're lacking. It sounds like you guys are, are targeting the in-between time that's so critical to managing health, to managing chronic conditions. So talk to us about how what you do is, is different or better than what's out there. I think when you, when you have built a technology ecosystem and platform as we have that allows, in our case, a health plan, a payer, to connect directly to their member, you recognize that the average senior in America actually touches the healthcare system in the U.S. 232 times on average per year. Okay. And wouldn't it be great to know that you were able to help guide that journey, guide them to the best value, and then get their feedback, which they desperately want to give. In addition to receiving money, seniors also love giving opinions. And so we collect <laughs> those for our health plan customers, and we turn that into very valuable data about how happy is this member? How likely are they to stay with your plan? Or they feel like they're getting good value? Did they have a successful doctor visit? Did it go well? And so I think in the way that we think about it is that if you're interconnected to the member, you can work with 100% of the members 100% of the time on 100% of their conditions and activate strategies to try to get them better and to be just position them into becoming their best selves. And today, the folks that we compete with use traditional means. They use phone calls. Less than 2% of phone calls now are being answered by seniors. They don't want to talk on the phone. They love SMS. They love text. They love emails. They love nudges connected to a reward. And then they like help. But they don't like these IVR-type phone calls that just pour in and they don't know who's calling or why. So I feel like one area that we're better at is just a much more hyper-personalized experience that helps connect to the member across those 230 touches per year. And it's almost as if our company is what I would call deviceless remote patient monitoring. Hmm. It's just connecting to the sentiment, connecting to what they need to do next. And that's the space that we're really excited about. Deviceless remote patient monitoring. And as you know, Bryce, remote patient monitoring is hot right now, especially yeah. with COVID and everything that we're dealing with. I think it's intriguing that you've kind of gone here with this topic because you know you don't necessarily need 
vital signs information to know how people are doing. You want to expand on that a little bit more? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. So, I mean, obviously devices have their place, and especially if someone has a chronic condition. You can see why companies like Livanco and others have done a great job of helping man- people manage uh, diabetic care remotely using devices. But there's other aspects of that. How do you feel today? How are you doing against your management of your diabetes drug, just in general compliance? Today, for one of the biggest health plans in America, our company, HealthMind, manages an entire diabetes compliance program that's very different from the strips and the meters. It's really about what do you need to do next? Are you doing those things? Are we getting you the best deal in terms of your metformin or helping you manage type 2 diabetes? So in the ecosystem, there's just a lot of different layers to it. And we feel like we're at the layer where we are connecting, managing, and reading the pulse, basically, of the member constantly to make sure they're always put in the best position to make the best decision and manage a condition. Yeah, you know, it's great. And so as you reflect on how you guys tackle this challenge of of engagement, what would you say is, is an example of how you're improving outcomes? Yeah, so for another of our Blue Cross Blue Shield plans, um, they had an issue in that they wanted to get from three and a half stars to four stars as a plan. When you get to four stars, you get an additional bonus from the government that you can then actually, and in fact, the government makes you redeploy it into your benefit package, more free hearing coverage, more additional supplemental benefits, more transportation vouchers to get to your doctors. They are allowed to essentially enrich in their plan. So for that plan, they spent between our fees and then a reward budget that we mapped out for them how to use what we call smart rewards we were able to create an 8.3 times ROI where they got a $7 million additional bonus back from the government they could put back into their valuable benefits for their members and just create a better member experience. So that's sort of the financial outcome. And then on the human outcome side, we've learned is when you introduce a digital technology to help manage a senior in Medicare Advantage, you double the number of gaps in care closed, 2X. That is an enormous outcome at a time when People have really struggled over the last 14 months to go see their doctor, to get a procedure done. There's been a lot of procedures that have been kicked down the road. And any time that you can help nudge people to go close gaps in care, we think technology in the future is going to be the whole game. But our big outcome, so it really is around our ability to double the number of gaps in care close to the member. Yeah, Bryce, you've called it out. And, you know, in this environment, the COVID environment, I'm sure it's been more difficult, right? A lot of a lot of people are putting off care and they're afraid to go in. And so talk to us about how the system you have has helped with these challenges. Yeah, you know, it, it's interesting. So there's things that you'd like to go do and there's things that you really have to go do. And so we're we've become expert at working with our plan customers to essentially what what we do is we stack the value of the total gaps in care that our system sees as open. So we bring in massive amounts of claims data, pharma data, lab data in real time from all of our customers. And so we're then able to look at this person has 12 gaps. Even in COVID, we need to get them in. So we are a advanced early warning system, as one of our Blues customers, chief medical officer calls us, because we're able to detect a stacking or a delaying of the number of gaps that need to be closed. We prioritize that through our system. And as our plan operations folks and our customers log in, they can see it. And at a click of a mouse, they can send that email. Hey, we see that you now have six or seven different delayed activities that we need to accomplish. Let's go ahead and get you in. This is going to be very critical, very important. 
So during this time of COVID, one of the key applications of our system is the ability to detect this stacking or growing or building of pressure, so to speak, of things that people know that they need to go have done, but they put it off. And then it nudges the actual plan to outreach to them and say, hey, we really need to get you in. Let's help. That's fantastic. And so the opportunity we have is a big one to serve these populations. What excites you most about how you guys are tackling it? And maybe even overall, contextually, you know, what, what excites you most today? Well, I think it's the recognition that at large health plans, small plans, even, even mid-sized plans, you name it, that you have people coming in at nine o'clock in the morning every week. They want to help their members get better. They want to connect to them. But they're using legacy technology, spreadsheets, Excel databases, They're just not using the way that members want to be connected to now. And so what excites us is that we really are in the first inning of this patient activation, member activation world. Telehealth probably now has been advanced very rapidly into its third or fourth inning. But in terms of being able to create a hyper-personalized plan for every single member, connect to every single member, and get them to do the next best action, that's incredibly exciting. And now with our data systems, with interoperability, with Blue Button 2.0, we're fortunate to be on the Karen Alliance, which actually sets the rules for the Blue Button 2.0 initiative. You're now, with the member's help, able to pull in even more data and help someone start off the plan year with a plan. And I think of all the things that we do for our customers, one of the most exciting things that we do is aggregate massive amounts of information. But we boil it down into as of January 1, this new member has the following things going on, and let's go turn on a plan of attack early in the year, right, to get them these issues addressed, these gaps closed, this condition managed. So I think what we're most excited about is that at a time when we've been out sort of talking about the importance of remote patient engagement, now you have this forcing function that's happened with, unfortunately, with COVID-19, that it has really accelerated this. And it's incredibly exciting to finally see that our technology is going to help people much, much faster. Yeah, no, you know what? It is exciting. And uh, the opportunity is big to really make a big difference. And, you know, you, you've done it before, Bryce. You've done it before with Sten Health. And now you're, you're on this new mission to do it again. And so it's exciting to, to know that somebody with your history of, of success and, and really understanding of how to do it effectively you're leading the way here. So um, appreciate you coming on to share these things with us. What would you leave us with as far as something we should be thinking about? And then what's the best place for folks to get in touch with you to really help and collaborate? Yeah, no, I'll take the latter one first. So uh, we have a website, healthmind.com with a lot of information, customer case studies and what have you that show how we have made an impact. And I'm at uh, bwilliams at healthmind.com. Anybody that wants to reach out, happy to do so. I think the thing that's really interesting in our space now is, and this is extremely new information, but CMS, Center for Medicare Services, which is part of Health and Human Services, is figuring out that getting more people into the managed care ecosystem as they've been trying to do in Medicare Advantage, and that's why it's been growing, as you know, so over 10% per year. You're now roughly 25 million Americans in Medicare Advantage, but there's another 40 million that aren't. So just a few weeks and months ago, they created this program called the Direct Contracting Entity, DCE. Hmm. And this will uh, go right at, I think, who you serve with your podcast on the provider side. For the first time now, providers have the ability to essentially be a miniature version of a Medicare Advantage plan. 
and they're allowed to give incentive rewards to their folks to come in to get screenings done because a lot of them now, and the government's going to continue to pay them on a value-based type contract. And so I think what's exciting is that at the same time that we're trying to advance technology, you have like-minded people inside CMS saying, you know what, we want everybody managed. We don't want Bryce's mom just making her own decisions in base Medicare and self-referring herself around with no data, with no coordination, what have you. And so they just created this new program that came out of CMMI, Center for Medicare Innovation. It's incredibly exciting, but it addresses the other 40 million Americans. There are 51 pilot DCE entities that participate in the pilot. The results look fantastic. And so you now have this incredible lift happening in our space that not only can health plans and payers uh, be involved in the Medicare Advantage side, but even now very large and even medium-sized integrated physician practices can start to look, act, and feel like a Medicare Advantage plan and take advantage of these new benefits and this new program that the government has just now created. So it's it's literally in its infancy. Bryce, how would you guys play a role in that then? You know, if, if there's yeah. if there's providers, you know, taking advantage of this opportunity to, to make a difference. Right. So uh, almost every provider has its own ecosystem uh, for you know, managing their members, whether it's, you know, being on Epic or Cerner or some of the other things where you can go there or where their patients can go check their information. But where is the package that helps the plan and the member, essentially the three legs of the stool, coordinate their care and take action? and take action against the value-based ecosystem and contracts now that CMS has created. And I think that's the opportunity where we can come in and essentially be DC in a box for very large integrated practices, medium-sized integrated practices, those affiliated with hospital systems to basically go direct and do this. Um, So it's something where we pointed our technology at, and we're very early in uh, those discussions with a lot of integrated systems and practices that would like to get involved in this but we see it as a link to the other 40 million Americans that haven't yet come into Medicare Advantage. So, but it's really early and that's incredibly exciting for my team, our investors. And we just raised a very large round 30 days ago. And so it's uh, an incredibly excited time to go invest and go make that happen. Well, that's, uh, that is exciting and certainly something that all of us should be looking into as far as how to help this big gap of people not currently in in the Medicare uh, Advantage program. And Bryce, I mean, just thank you. This has been a, a very insightful discussion and we're really looking forward to seeing what you guys do in the in the next year here. Thank you. Appreciate it, Saul. Yeah, thanks for jumping on. Hey, Outcomes Rocket listeners, Saul Marquez here. I get what a phenomenal asset a podcast could be for your business and also how frustrating it is to navigate editing and production, monetization, and achieving the ROI you're looking for. Technical busy work shouldn't stop you from getting your genius into the world though. You should be able to build your brand easily with a professional podcast that gets attention. A patched up podcast could ruin your business. Let us do the technical busy work behind the scenes while you share your genius on the mic and take the industry stage. Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more.